try not to curse either because this is for my English teacher. Well, you already cursed. Do nah, I have to out. cut the earlier stuff out? Oh my god. Alright, fine. Yeah, cut that out. <laughs> I try to use I try to only speak in English. Yeah, no no French. Who's your English teacher? Uh Miss Smallman. Okay. Yeah. No header. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I'm ready. First we should probably discuss like what Neuralink actually is. Okay. So did you do any research on it? Yeah, I mean, I looked over some stuff. I guess I have, like, I had an idea of it already. Okay. Well, uh, what yeah. What do you think it is? Because I did some pretty, like, hardcore research. <laughs> yeah? Okay, well, I'm excited yeah. to hear. I mean, Neuralink is, from what I guess, just very basic, is it's something that will attach to your brain and be able to mm-hmm. inject information but also receive information within your brain, oh, on your brain. Interesting. I, I mean, didn't I don't know, quite... Basic see anything about it inject injecting information but i've seen i've read like how it receives it which is pretty cool oh yeah maybe i misspoke saying injecting them hmm. so, so i was thinking of that uh, that video of the monkey i but i guess they technically weren't injecting uh stuff into him they were just simulating the movement taking they were just taking the movement from his brain that's right so, yeah. yeah sorry i don't I, really I just, know what i don't think he even that. happened with that monkey, <laughs> that video was really. You cool. didn't understand that. So that's, that's not really. That, that was a, that's a great, great video to show. Oh, I know. Uh, like how they did it. Like even that they they show because they showed you watched the whole thing, right? I did not. I just seen like a little oh. snippet. I was gonna watch yeah. the whole thing, but then I got. Oh wait, you gotta you gotta watch the whole thing because when you get a chance, yeah. because it shows like the actual signal from the brain, like on a cell scale by a computer. It shows like the data it's getting, and then you know we are able to just decrypt it, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, essentially, um, for people who don't know, there was this monkey, and the, he had a Neuralink chip in his brain, and he was playing what was it, Pong? It was Pong, right? Yeah, it was Pong. Okay, he was playing Pong with his mind. <laughs> he wasn't using a yeah. controller. <laughs> okay. So what I read was the Neuralink chip gets installed to your brain through like neurosurgery. So like they take out like a a chunk of your skull, like the size of like a dime or something, because that's how big the chip is, right? Damn, that's it, eh? That's crazy. Yeah, it's is. really small. So they put that into your into your brain. But they can't do it by hand, so they had to create like these machines that'll like correctly put the wires because yeah. everything's so small. Oh, that's cool! So, I don't even know if I read that either. That's interesting. Yeah, it's very cool. So, um, yeah, the wires, what they do, they're so small they can fit in between like the synapses of like your neurons. Like, do you know what that okay. is? Like the synapse? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I actually have I have one uh, drawn out on my notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so every time you think of something, there's what's called an action potential uh, that gets fired nice. through your brain. So it's like through a neuron. Research. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and we yeah. talked about this in very biology. Good. So very good. Yeah. So yeah. an action potential is like a chemical signal, really. And it sends a signal down what's called an axon of the neuron. And what that does is it opens up like floodgates, I guess you could think of it, of like positive and negative um, uh, compounds. So like okay. sodium is one of them, or like potassium. For sure. They're called sodium cool. potassium pumps. So they oh, go yeah, out yeah. and negative electrons come in, which is charging the um, action potential. And then at the end of it, you have like your receptor uh, dendrites. That's what they're called. Yes. Like on the, that's like another neuron. Yeah, they actually, they they receive it. Yeah, those are the receivers. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. between where the chemical is released and where the receptor dendrite is, is a little tiny gap called the synapse. And that chemical is released in there and the little tiny like fiber optic wire 
picks up that chemical and sends it like to the computer chip where it like deciphers what it wants to do essentially, which is mm-hmm. unreal. <laughs> like yeah. that is extreme. Super cool, right? <laughs> like, yeah, how, you, like, really... I don't, that's crazy, man. <laughs> so, so this is actually, this is a, it's really cool that you explained it so well, because that's exactly what I actually like studied a bit in school. I took a class called biomedical engineering. Uh, yeah. So it's an electrical engineering class, but like, uh, Basically, the whole idea is like a lot of times we would just model like the human body is like an electrical circuit. So like we're actually able yeah. to like look at it ourselves and understand it ourselves by not looking at the biology, but looking at the, the electrical circuit that the dendrites and the action potentials actually are. So it's interesting when you say how it's like a chemical reaction, but how, how we actually looked at it is we seen, we look at the axon part and we look at that as a, a, a electrical reaction where okay. there's actually yeah. a very, very small electrical signal that's produced. It's like millivolts when that yeah. action potential goes off. And that's what that neural link is doing. It's just measuring that potential difference that's changing whenever those chemicals come rushing in. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. a better way to phrase it, but in like well, no, my that's biology how you class. You phrase it very well, but that's exactly, that's how the neural link plays the part is it's a, you have to look at it like an electrical system. Yeah. super cool but now yeah, you, i guess you i was kind of thinking it of like how it was just sucking up the chemical signal i guess and well no i mean that's that, that's effectively what it is doing but just when that happens there is also yeah. an electrical signal produced as well yeah so like the body yeah, is, yeah. It is bio- like a biological reaction but how the neural linkers work is it's measuring that electrical reaction that the body produces it's mm. kind of a byproduct super cool very cool so, yeah. um, this, the chip is essentially like a computer, right? Where it can, yeah, microchip, can like think, think of the internet. That's how would that work? Would you just like, well, so, so what's the thing is that I would imagine you wouldn't have the fi- like an actual computer chip, like the computer chip itself wouldn't deal with the computer chip, like attached to your phone that would then be attached to the internet. So it almost works like okay. a buffer. So yeah. a lot of the processing of like that data isn't done on the chip. It's probably just forwarded to a computer that then does the processing. You'd have to have okay. a pretty powerful but computer. You could like always be connected to that computer though, right? Exactly. Well, like, you could be connected to your phone, like you said. Yeah. You'd be connect- yeah. Like you said, yeah, you'd be connected to the phone, your phone, then you'd be connected to the internet the whole time. Exactly. That'd be crazy. That is just like walking it's down the street. Terrifying. Just being like, oh, what is this? And then just, oh, think of it. Well, yeah, Elon Musk <laughs> says it himself uh, when he's like, uh, we, we kind of already have Neuralink in a way. Like, we have that aspect of Neuralink that you just explained, but there's just a really slow transfer rate. You know, you have to pick up your yeah. phone, you have to Google it. But Neuralink that's actually, is like, um, continue. Sorry. No, no, that was, that's what I was going to say. You can just pick if you had wanted to know, like, what, what a word meant or what that, what this thing was, you would just know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just that's think so like, weird to think of, but. That's weird yeah. that you said that, how we um, essentially already have Neuralink because I did a survey and I was like asking a bunch of questions on the survey. I just sent it out to like a few of my friends. And uh, one of the questions is like, do you think this is a good idea? And somebody answered it. Like, I can't see who answered it, but somebody was like, well, we basically already have this technology. So I see there's like no reason to actually have this. So that's mm-hmm. kind of interesting that you already said that because that is an interesting point. Thinking the same it's definitely, thing. definitely like an arguable point where it's like we already have a version. Oh of yeah, it. for sure. But and it's like how bad, how bad some things are because of it that I think if you had an even more immediate effect, it'd be even possibly even worse. Oh but, yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. It can go both ways. A lot ways. of people are depressed and stuff due to like social media, and now now that we have a faster way of obtaining. Like Instagram yeah. and stuff. Well, actually, that's uh, interesting that you bring up that. That's one thing I have wrote down. Uh, I was kind of reading about how uh, Neuralink could like kind of help depression and actually help anxiety, even addictions. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, if you're actually because if you're then able to if you're able to understand the brain and read all that data, interpret all that data, you're able to understand when you're getting anxiety anxiety attacks, why you're having these anxiety attacks, why you're depressed. You're able to notify yourself when you're you know, craving alcohol, why that might happen. So mm. it's kind of funny that you said it could cure anxiety. Or it could 
worse than anxiety because you're so connected. And I totally agree. But it could also potentially yeah. cure a lot of those problems or it has the potential to. Yeah, that's, I guess I never thought of that, yeah. actually. This device yeah. seems to have a lot of like pros and cons that are kind of like around the same thing. Like, yeah, it's like very polarizing. This, but then this will happen. It's yeah. Weird. So I have like a list of pros and cons. And okay. the very first thing on my list of problems is uh, would someone like be able to hack into it? Like, would that be something achievable <laughs> by someone? Yeah, well, that's what I'd like yeah, to know. <laughs> I mean, so what current state of so like, uh, I guess cryptography itself is like a pretty weird field, just like because like right now we have like pretty good encryption on like your phones and stuff. Like, it, mm. it could be pretty hard to hack into, it definitely can be, it definitely has, but like right now, you there's a lot of like cryptographic met- methods that would really like encrypt being able to perform such a thing but yeah. uh the minute something like quantum computing comes in or really just any kind of method that can help us make calculations faster and do programming faster then you could hack into it so like what's safe now might not be safe in 10 years so yeah so that's like <laughs> we, can, we can all be safe right now in 10 years. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be, it, it has that. to be a design <laughs> consideration yeah, I know. Just have your like brain hacked. <laughs> yeah. Everything you ever thought of just on yeah. there. Um, that's assuming it's not just being hacked by Elon Musk himself. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's his entire plan. <laughs> just to well, I mean, hack at this point, information is money. So it's yeah. the, the amount of valuable information you would gain from knowing everyone's thoughts. Like, exactly. And then you that's sell it to Coca-Cola. <laughs> Yeah, Coke. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, you even think about that. Like, you know, it's... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Keep going. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. You're the host. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, like, um, what was I going to say? Another thing I have written down is, like, mm-hmm. where the heck is it? Here, you keep going. I'll look for the question. Okay. Um, oh, no, I was just going to finish that. I was just saying, uh, even think of like the instantaneous results you can get from that. And I, I was reading this in a book that had to do with like nanotechnology, where if you had nanobots like coursing through your veins, you could know how someone feels. But the same thing could potentially come from Neuralink. So if you had this instantaneous measurement of how people feel at all times, and you're able to sell that instantaneous data to companies like Coca Cola or like McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah. And you're scrolling through Instagram and McDonald's knows how you feel. What's stopping them from paying a huge sum of money to immediately show you a cheeseburger because you're sad <laughs> or, yeah. or show you a bottle of Coke because you're really happy. And then you, then, then you all of a sudden you associate being happy with wanting a Coca-Cola <laughs> or, you know, being depressed with what a big guy. It's like, yeah, it's like, that's kind of, so that's a powerful thing right there. That's what people do already. So. Yeah. Oh, totally, man. Yeah, sir. Actually, weird. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's it's, it's scary. (laughs) What I was going to say is, um, since the Neuralink chip is like so much like a computer, right? Mm -hmm. I read somewhere that it essentially records everything you say and and do and think, okay? So Mm -hmm. now we're going to get into the territory of like laws. So... If you, I don't know, if you uh, think of a racist thing, for instance, is that considered breaking the law? Because they know you thought that. Oh, yeah. But you didn't actually say it. Yeah. So, like, who's who's monitoring that? Because, like, that was a huge argument against this, is who's going to be monitoring what's legal and what's not. Like, we're going to have to have a whole new set of legal and, and illegal things put up if this does actually go through yeah oh totally true man like it's like yeah we have to relook everything everything from laws to yeah even like how you use it a lot of people think of stuff but don't actually say it like you know what i mean like i think exactly and it's also what what does happen there it's kind of a it's a tough example to bring up but uh, i've been listening to this podcast about uh 
like the, the Nova Scotia massacre that happened. And uh, they're kind of doing like they're going through this whole investigation now where they're gathering information, gathering all this data on this guy who performed this massacre. It's become this problem where it's like, why didn't we do anything? Like, how didn't we like figure this out? And like, if you yeah. had like that kind of technology, you might be able to, you know, notice a person who's spinning out of control, anger issues, who's like collecting injustice, and like, you know, yeah. is a bad but person. The problem is, how do you know when to happen. act? And when to not act. That's the thing. Yes. That's, that's the problem. It's hard to say, but I guess at the end of the day, you could step in and then try and remediate these things before they got worse. That that'd be the thing, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. But then at that point, like I said, you're monitoring everyone to a T, and it's like that probably brings more bad than good. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Um, very scary. Here's a another point I had is um if you're hooking up to your phones and stuff, right? Technically, in one of the articles, it was saying how we'll technically be able to communicate telepathically, sending like text messages mm-hmm. to each other. Yeah, so just so. imagine in the future, like what is what is it? He said they'd be out in like what? How many years? Three, three years? Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I feel like that's crazy. Not like that. No, there's no yeah. way that's possible, but he thinks it is. But um, so imagine that in like three years, just nobody talking to each other in person anymore. Just everyone sending <laughs> text. You're like sitting, oh, man, it's nuts. two feet in front of someone, just like staring at them. Yeah, well, it's like <laughs> like, like, I, like that person in your class said, you we're already doing that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Other phones, I guess. But... <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that's a also, scary thought. It is a scary thought because, like, human contact is something that we crave, you know? Like, That's true. You can't lose that. <laughs> yeah. Um, something I just thought of is, did you watch that Black Mirror episode? Or, like, the guy I was actually thinking thing? of Black Mirror when you – I was thinking of that exact episode when you said that, when you were telling me the story. Great episode, first yeah, of all. <laughs> I think That's it's like one so of my good. favorite. It's it's so like morbid and like messes with your head. I know. Yeah. Um, but essentially, this guy has something similar to a Neuralink chip, where it just like records yeah. everything, and then he can put like his recordings onto like a TV and rewatch it back and stuff. So yeah. he is recording everything, finds out that his wife's cheating on him, and then the baby that they had isn't actually his. It's like one of his friends, his <laughs> wife, cheap. Oh, like his friend. yeah, you should name a spoiler alert. <laughs> oh yeah. My bad. Sorry, I'm just I'm just <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Super good. Not, but <laughs> Pretty awesome show. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So basically this Neuralink chip essentially set, that so that might mess with a lot of people <laughs> like one of the things it promises was like perfect photographic memory like it's gonna have something yeah. similar to like a cloud where like you just have a picture of something and think of it and then there's your oh, picture 100 yeah. so i wonder if that works all, all of us awesome. just videotape everything uh yeah like you mean with the neural link we have if it would actually do that yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I I wonder if they could. Yeah, because they'd have to like. I mean, that data must be somewhere in the brain. But how do you decrypt that into like an actual picture or live video feed? I'm not sure. They can do that. Yeah. Because that would be another be. situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All no, right. Pretty let's, cool. Pretty cool thing. Let's uh transition to a pro now. I feel like we've just been talking bad about. This yeah, we've gotten really negative. <laughs> It's super yeah. negative. Very negative. It's kind of messed up because we're like talking about it too. We're like kind of giddy about it because of how cool it is. But then we're like, yeah, no. <laughs> it, it could ruin the world though. <laughs> yeah, it very well could ruin the world. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's unreal. Like, just the idea of being able to do that is crazy. But yeah, I don't know if we're ready for it yet, honestly. Like, no. we're in a pretty touchy spot right now. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So, 
I was reading, like, did you ever go to the Neuralink, like, site, like, the main website? No, I don't think I have, actually. Okay, because... I was, like, curious as to, like... Are actually targeting? Like, who are they targeting? And, um, one of the things they had was, who is this? So I clicked on it. And their main purpose is to help people with, like, motor function diseases. So, like, people with, like, Parkinson's. Or like Tourette's yeah. or Alzheimer's. Yeah, I almost want to say that's what initially it was. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's kind of a thing like too, and that's that, and that's why. Yeah, it just like came everything. So yeah. much. But I mean, and that's maybe well, yeah. that's why we'll so see like, it earlier than we think because you know if there's someone with Parkinson's and you can get this chip, you'll probably take it. You know, like yeah. stop a disease like that. Um, I'd take it. Yeah. Another question I had on my survey was like, um, would you get this? Like, or would you like get it? Like if you needed it and a lot of people put like, I wouldn't get it, but like if I had Parkinson's or something, I would get it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess a lot of people would because it does have some promising outcomes. <laughs> really, when and I mean, at that it. level too, it's like, you know, maybe you don't get the full chip, but you get something that just like helps Parkinson's. Like, you know, you can you can tailor you know the software to just do that. It doesn't have to necessarily be transmitting information the whole entire time. Or at least, hopefully, you believe the company yeah. or not. But <laughs> yeah, because something like that might not even necessarily have to transmit data. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, but. Um, another thing I had was if everyone has this chip, I think last time you were home, actually, you brought up this and I just kind of remembered it. Um, mm-hmm. everyone has like this chip in their brain and like everybody thinks the same, right? How is that going to give us much like diversity as a human population? Like everyone will just be the same, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Oh, uh, you're saying you think like people will kind of begin to like converge on the same opinions? Yeah, all that connected. Yeah, I think that's maybe possible. I guess maybe you kind of—I like, don't know. That's that's a it's a tough question to answer. I guess I guess with like internet already, you see people like how easily public opinion can be shifted. Or maybe yeah, tough I've actually sometimes. I've noticed that even on myself a lot. Like yeah, I'll have an opinion on something, and then I'll watch a video on something something that i like talking about the topic and then my whole opinion will just shift just because someone else said an opposite yeah. thought and i'll like i'll pick up on that and i'll be like oh wait no i thought of it the other way like that happens yeah. to me a lot i can see how i guess that's how like these flatter things happen and stuff <laughs> yeah that too someone could just be like oh that's interesting i guess i believe it <laughs> Yeah, but I guess you can stay open-minded enough, and you can do like you said, hear different opinions, and sh- you know, changing your opinions not always the worst thing either. If it's yeah, you know, valid information, <laughs> you just gotta do your research and then hear all the sides. Yeah, I guess and then so. form it. I guess it's just hard to do that. There's so much information. Yeah, a lot of people like jump the gun way too quick. I guess. I guess the issue. I guess more maybe more expand. What you initially said is just like how that could sh- shift how like like a media outputs their news because if they know what everyone thinks and they want to apply to a certain demographic, then you, yeah. they know down to a T what, what you want to hear. It just kind of does, is what goes on a lot now. It's like this, all, this group of people want to hear this and they want it to be said oh, in yeah. this way. So like text on the headlines. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Yeah. that does happen. And that's from like Facebook traffic alone. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Facebook is bad for that. <laughs> it's very bad. <laughs> um, another thing that is really cool is it has, like, Bluetooth capabilities or whatever. And I, I think I heard somewhere where it's, like, you could just be, like, sitting here and 
listen to a song that only like you hear. <laughs> that's awesome. I guess that's what we're getting to. If we were wondering if it injected data, that'd be an yeah, example of it. That's where the injected part. And I guess yeah, the other injected part is. I'm sure the same with uh, when we're talking about dementia and stuff or Parkinson's. You have to inject some data to counteract what's going on in your yeah. brain, I suppose. So I guess that's possible. When they say Bluetooth, I think they do just mean that that is the communication protocol they use to transmit data. So probably like any kind of communication is going over Bluetooth. I would assume, maybe, not sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. Whatever's the fastest, really. You probably would use Bluetooth because you can get Bluetooth low energy. It's BLE. It's like a really low energy uh, data transfer protocol, I guess. Which is like what yeah. a lot of small electronics use, like your Apple Watch. Yeah, not. I'm not too familiar with like that type yeah. of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah it's just lower low power data transmission, <laughs> so. which is that's kind of the thing, right? It's like you know, look at this from a hardware perspective. You you need to have this thing operate. You you don't want to replace. How are you going to replace this battery, right? <laughs> so you want yeah, the battery to last a long time. You you inductively charge is how you do it, but at some point that battery is going to and yeah. that battery has to be safe and that battery has to be small and that battery has to produce quite a bit of energy and then the, your components have to use very little energy because it's such a small thing. So the hardware aspects of it was pretty cool too. That battery is the biggest bottleneck. You, you need a really small battery. High yeah. density. How could you overcome that? It's a hard thing to answer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, kind of, they're kind of trying to do it. But uh, yeah, there's 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 quite a cool bit of cool technology going on with that. Even in like Halifax, they have some cool companies. Yeah, solid sure. state batteries. That's the pretty next big thing, I think. Yeah, because you know that guy I send you videos all the time. Who, like makes the guy who like made like the first ever lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Their their biggest problem was also batteries. Oh yeah, they're they good. They yeah. have Sometimes enough. I wonder if even electrical engineers they'll use like a giant ass car battery. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't like figure out how to get it all in like the hilt of the actual lightsaber, so they had to make like yeah. a separate pack because they couldn't figure it out. But uh, yeah, I guess it's hard to do. The batteries, our battery technology is like not that great right now. No, no, it's not. Like you haven't no. seen the you see my drone and now like big those batteries are and then that thing flies for like 10 minutes inside that wall yeah yeah that, that was cool your drone <laughs> um yeah i guess that kind of leads us into another topic i had is is this reversible like can you take it out let's say you didn't want it anymore it's freaking you out too much like would it be possible <laughs> to take it out without damaging your brain yeah so I'm a, I don't I don't know I actually don't know I'm assuming you could, but then I wonder how that would affect your life if you lived life with it and then you lived life without it. Can you ever go back to being the same? <laughs> yeah, it's a huge mental <laughs> aspect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you said that. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. I'm in your head. <laughs> yeah. you just fill it just up with some even... paste. Yeah, <laughs> don't even um, patch it up. Actually, just <laughs> what if like when they are going to put the neural link in, they just put in like a big like a bunch of gorilla glue, and that's how they inject the stuff. <laughs> yeah, just stuck it in there. <laughs> That'd be quite the process. Yeah. Very particular. Scientifically place. sound. Gorilla glue. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how bad do you think this would like mess up our economy? <laughs> I thought we were on good points. <laughs> Are we going back you to are? bad points? I thought we were on good oh. points. Are we going back to bad points? <laughs> Listen, man, I, I just rarely have any good points. I could just think of bad <laughs> stuff, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. It's so easy to think of bad stuff. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the economy, that's, yeah, I don't know. That's that's an interesting question because I guess yeah. we we discussed how it would mess up like the, or not really the market like marketing how it's like you know it could be adhered to like yeah. so much easier 
we'd spend more money. I don't know. I guess because when you consider that the economy in a lot of ways is just like data now. Like everything, anytime, anything you use something that's free, like that means you are the product. Like <laughs> that's why you're able to use it for free because they're able to sell the data of you using that app. So it's like if you have Neuralink then. Yeah, what 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 does the economy even become? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. It's like, what jobs do we even find <laughs> worth it anymore? I guess because most of it yeah, is yes, made by AI. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's kind of what's interesting about even just the the studies that go into the neural like how it works. And when you were talking about the the neurons earlier, as I was, it made me think of like how like actual AI, like artificial intelligence, like simple like neural nets, like how they work. They, they look the exact same. If you ever like how AI works, you can look at some simple examples and like how they're set up and how they work. It's like the exact same way like a neuron works in your brain. It's neural net. I yeah, I saw this video a really long time ago, like four, four or five years ago of this AI program that actually taught itself how to walk. Oh, yeah. And actually, that, uh, yeah, that reminds crazy. me of, it was an AI robot, he taught himself how to walk, eh? That's cool. Yeah, like, they had, like, this little stick figurine, and they just kept running them yeah. through, like, a bunch yeah. of simulations. Like, it took them, like, yeah. somewhere, like, 200 tries for it to actually figure out how to yeah. stay stable and, and continue to walk, but it's really cool. And I, I like the diagram of how that works, it's like, it's pretty simple in a way, like even something like that. I, I think the neural net of that would even be simple where you just have all these variables up of like where the legs at and like, you're just, you try something doesn't work. You memorize like each individual point of when you did that. You like create this like giant, like network of like things that went wrong and things that didn't go right or things that didn't yeah. go right. Things that went right. And like eventually all the, after many, many tries, like you're able to like sum up this giant neural net that determines like, where each joint should be or however the robot was working, where everything should be placed in order for it to work. Yeah. That's actually pretty tough to on here. Yeah, it, is. it really is. And then if you just do it at like a really high pace, you can like train stuff really quickly. Like you can train a program program to like read numbers really quickly by just basically making it run through calculations really, really, really fast. Like having like an answer sheet for it to compare to. Hmm. Yeah. I think by the end networks. of the video, they had it like jumping over walls or like little walls <laughs> yeah. and stuff. That's kind of like dynamics. You see, like the the like the way they the rate they went out was like very exponential almost. Where it's like one minute it's walk, and the next minute yeah. it's doing a backflip. Back <laughs> like, wait, yeah. how, how do we how do we get here? And the answer yeah. is is exactly that. Like, and like using like you know net simulations. Like rather than making yeah. these giant complex equations, like simulating with computers, like physical bodies, it just makes them work. Your efficiency like go way up. Yeah, Boston Dynamics is such a cool company. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Right? <laughs> the stuff they Super do. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have any topics that you wanted to talk about? Topics. Um, I had a couple of things wrote down. Kind of mentioned them through everything, honestly. Yeah, I was thinking. The only other thing that was kind of cool was uh, that reminded me because I kind of went, I kind of just thought about my, my, that class I took, I mentioned earlier. Another cool thing they showed us in that class. Two cool things. That's what I'll tell you then. First cool one was they showed us, it was just this video of uh, it's this Lego robot, uh, but upload to it is the equivalent of a the the brain of a worm. It's like the, the hard problem with like like simulated humans. It's why AI is like such a hard problem. Is we, we can't like I mean you already know it's like you can't like count all the ne individual neurons in your brain. Like we can't even count them. There's so many. Like the brain is such a powerful yeah. fucking computer basically. But an earthworm, they can count to the T how many neurons it has. Like it has like thousands some I think. So they're able to to take this schematic that you're able to of a, of a worm like create this exact network of how the worm's brain is into a computer and they're able to make this lego robot act exactly like a worm it's, it is a hundred percent worm like it's like that's it's got to be a hundred percent a worm but it's a robot but it does all the same things a worm would do 
because we mapped it out perfectly. Like just plugged it into your computer. <laughs> that is so that was pretty cool. And yeah, ties into a similar thing. Or, yeah, super cool. <laughs> I mean, it's not that cool. Jeez. It's just a word, but no, the idea, but the like principle is pretty cool. Yeah, what the heck? What do you mean it's not that cool? It's just a worm. That's well, I mean, crazy, like, man. Like, it's just a robot, like, moving around, running into walls. <laughs> but, like, Still. the idea that it's, like, that it's technically a worm in every shape. Of, well, not a shape of form, but, you know, technically. We made a worm. Woo! <laughs> That's cool. Holy. That was a cool one. They did, uh, we talked about, I think it was, like, the Holly Berry Neuron. Have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of that. No. Some of the, you know Holly Berry is? I think she's in maybe John Wick 2 or something. Okay. I don't, I don't know. She's like an actress. Anyways, it's basically like this this study that went on where they like went up to like a bunch of different people and she, like measured their brain signals and we just showed them pictures of people people's faces and like a really odd high number of people like recognize Holly, Holly Berry. What's her name? I already... Holly like Berry. they recognize this act Holly Berry, yeah. Holly Berry's uh, face, <laughs> like immediately. Like even if they didn't know yeah. them, like if they did, if you weren't if they weren't even able to tell who that actor was, like the neuron, there's an one neuron that came up and would say say like this I, I know this person. So like it became this like weird phenomenon, like the Holly Berry neuron. Like why does everyone so many people recognize this face? <laughs> something yeah. like that. Maybe you should Google that one, but it's something to do with like that. I'm like kind of like a weird thing. Yeah. Brains are really good at recognizing faces, like picking out faces. Like you could look at yeah. an inanimate object and just see a face. Like yeah, or like just like determining like uh, expressions, patterns, and whatnot. Yeah. Brains are really good at. You just, your brain's just trying to make yeah. sense of everything. You just randomly see something. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Um, I have a charger. And, like, on the side, there's, like, two indents, and then underneath it's, like, a little tiny indent. Not even intentionally to look like a face. And I'm like, oh, that's a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. And then there's that, there's that other phenomenon where it's, like, I think it was, did you watch the uh, Eric Andre movie? I did not, no. no. Dante did. You know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so funny. It's so good. Yep. Uh, okay. But anyways, uh, similar idea. He talks about how it's, like, I was watching this interview and he's talking about how it's like just this other phenomenon where it's like if you're something's face looks human but not human enough, like that will just make you like super uncomfortable. Like every person will make it super uncomfortable just based on like that fact that it's like it kind of it really, really looks like us, but it's also not us. It's our like yeah. a deformed <laughs> human face. It's super okay. eerie for like everyone. It's like it's like kind of built into our biology that it's like we should be scared of something that looks a lot like us. <laughs> but Fair enough. It's like a meme where he is like wearing a face like Hannibal Cannibal style. <laughs> but, yeah, only he would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually funny. <laughs> but yeah, if you had nothing else, I'd probably, I probably think I have one more thing. Did you have anything else? Did you want to go? I think we more questions? run through everything pretty much. All right. Uh, the only other question I had for you. Because I know you're going into mechanical engineering. Just super excited. Still excited about yeah. that. I I actually yeah. just sent my application to residence. So that's nice. exciting. Cool. Yeah, super uh, exciting. Mackenzie is my number one. <laughs> so hopefully I get into it. <laughs> oh, residence. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I, I've only been to UMB a couple times, twice. Oh, that's pretty yeah. nice spot. Mackenzie is supposed to be like, one of the best ones so oh yeah like the best ones in terms of what like niceness or partying <laughs> yeah yeah no no niceness i'm not going there <laughs> yeah, going sure. to learn. <laughs> I know. there you go that's the right attitude oh you yeah, have a little fun, though. engineering's well, fun math, math is fun dude <laughs> yeah math it's gotta be your mind <laughs> yeah but uh no, it's good. Good choice. I think it's a good choice of school too. I know actually, like you, you talked to Aaron Sutner sometimes. He went. To, he's a mechanical engineer. He went to UMB. He did. Uh, oh, I did. He I did, had um, no idea Aaron was a mechanical engineer. Yeah, <laughs> I talked to him a bit. He's a mechanical engineer. Went to UMB, uh, and then at UMB, you're able to specialize, I believe, too. And he specialized yeah. in like mechatronics. 
which is uh super cool it's like learning about how you know to like form like electrical engineering with mechanical engineering and building like you know whether it's like hydraulic systems or like robots yeah. super cool that's cool <laughs> excuse me but, uh, um yes yeah, what are we gonna say uh, i was just gonna say i you know what i wanted to do right like prosthetics yeah, that was kind of the question I was going to get to is, uh, like, in what ways do you think, or do, do you realize, I'll ask it like that, do you realize how, like, important or, like, it would be to prosthetics and how that much that would help? Yes. In that industry, I, in that um, field? Okay. Listen. I've been watching, <laughs> so you've been studying. Oh, yeah. No, man. Yeah. Uh, this, I've been watching videos on this, actually. Um, so, basically... They've just come out with like brand new prosthetics where I guess you wouldn't even need a neural link, but it, it would help to like make the process easier. But basically they do surgery on like, so say you lost your arm, they do surgery on the tip of your arm and they will realign the nerves to directly connect up to like sensitive points on the inside of your prosthetic. So like where it connects. And when you think of a movement, you're, you're like a uh, nub, I guess. I don't really know what the, yeah. what else to call it, but where yeah. it not yeah. cut off, that'll like twitch. Right. So yeah. Spot will pick up on that little, little action and it'll actually move your hand so you can like move your individual finger with yep. a little switch in your arm just from like realigning exactly. the nerves. so that's pretty cool but yes yeah, but then, it's, it's kind of just like you hear like people with like you have you know the term phantom arm or like fan you know where it's like you get your arm cut off but you still feel like it's there yeah and, yeah, and you yeah. combine that with like the video of the monkey like moving the knob when it's not even attached it kind of becomes yeah. the same thing it's like if you act like it's still there and you move your hand like it's still there you can Anyways, another weird thought with the Neuralink is would you be able to make a prosthetic arm Bluetooth? <laughs> a prosthetic arm Bluetooth? Yeah. So, like, I mean, could you... like, like I said, Bluetooth is just like a communication protocol of transmitting that data. So, yeah, you could definitely add Bluetooth to it. That, that would just be the so could communication you, like, system. Integrate Bluetooth to that and think of movements? Or, like, is, is that. No. <laughs> uh, maybe you're looking at it. I mean, okay, you might be just looking at it a little incorrectly where it's like well, like Neuralink. Well, if we're thinking of a situation where we have a prosthetic arm attached to Neuralink, right? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, or even without it, I guess, but Neuralink might uh, help it. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, you would just be able to transmit data from your phone i guess to like move your arm if you wanted to <laughs> but if we're talking just moving it autonomously without even bluetooth there then i guess what would be the point if you're able to just the data transmission would go on between your phone and the neural link chip possibly if you're not able to do all the computation on board mm. yeah i wonder if we've got like feeling like i wonder if people can feel with a prosthetic Hmm. Simulating feeling, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Thing to do. Different feel. Yeah. How much does feeling in the brain come into play? Hmm. I guess it's part of. I don't know. I guess I'm not. I'm not much biology, honestly. So I don't really know. Like, how's feeling even work? <laughs> you know, like what is feeling? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can simulate taste. Serious. We're gonna be able to simulate taste and smells. Mm. Yeah. So why not? Feeling, that'd be, I guess that'd be weird because if you had like uh, that Neuralink injecting you, could it inject a sense of smell without that even being there? Like, would that be possible? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, I wonder if like, I mm, yeah, because you have like smell receptors, a... but are those processed by the brain? I, I don't know. I forget how yeah, that stuff works. Right, I don't we need to get Elon this. Musk on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Elon Musk probably knows. Tweet know. him. <laughs> granted, granted. Yeah, probably busy with Rogan's man. 
Yeah, probably. Actually, no, he's not that busy. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he's not that busy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got like four different companies. <laughs> Jesus. That man's crazy. Right episodes. Not sleep. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just stays awake. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you uh, did you read anything else cool about like prosthetics and Merrill Wank or what else did you look into? I didn't really have the time to look into prosthetics and Neuralink, but just like kind of on my free time, okay. I was just looking at like prosthetics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, it's a similar thing then, I guess. Yeah. Same idea. But it's 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 very cool. We are quickly advancing, but I don't know. It's just we need to do some more testing, I guess, because I know there's yeah. a big test going on right now with one guy who has one of those prosthetics where you can move it just with like a little twitch or whatever and mm-hmm. i guess he's so i guess what would happen and stuff i wonder because it's almost like a different idea where you're controlling the arm as you said from the nub where you're actually like picking up the receptors on but then are those if those receptors are getting activated by the brain then do you just bypass the receptors that go to the brain to the nub and you just inject data from your brain directly to your prosthetic. That's like, kind that of kind the of way that I was thinking about obsolete? it through like the Bluetooth. That's how mm-hmm. I was thinking. I see what you're saying, but yeah, yeah I, I, I don't really Bluetooth. know what the Bluetooth is, so I just yeah. I don't know. I just well, like, again, Bluetooth is just the what trans would transmit the data from what's going on in those boards. Nothing, nothing more. Transmit, receive. Yeah. So I guess probably the way to what might happen. Is you could combine both of the uh, pro, like inventions, the one that's like processing receptors on directly on the nub, and what's processing receptors, what's going on in the brain. You could combine them together and just get a much stronger input output. That would be really cool. Yeah, I guess they kind of work together. Maybe that's Elon Musk's yeah. next. Oh, I'm sure people are kind of preparing for it. That's so why I kind of mentioned it to you. You know, like. Mm. You, you don't have to even understand it. totally how the neural link works completely, but if you know you go into prosthetics, you have to use utilize what the neural link can provide. And it's like, you know, if you're making a an arm or a foot or <laughs> a hand, an eye. But would there prosthetic be a point? Yeah, eyes are a complex thing that. <laughs> But even uh, even just the system of making the eye look in directions that don't look unnatural is a really difficult thing to do. Oh, <laughs> we, yeah. I think we had a professor at my school. He just trying to make a prosthetic eye that doesn't give you any visual aid, but just it's just cosmetic. But to make it move with your other eye and make it move in the proper places is like yeah. an incredibly difficult thing to complicate. Um, I watch these guys on YouTube who are like CGI artists. And yeah. they do like sometimes they'll do like a deep fake. You know what deep fakes are? Yeah, for sure. They'll do that. And the hardest part is the eyes. So they're like spending oh, yeah? months and months on getting the okay. eyes correct. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense, right? It's kind of like the mm. tell. Yeah. Deep fakes are scary. The eyes are <laughs> deep fakes are so scary. That's, that's another yeah. topic, though. We won't get into yeah, that. Yeah, it's a whole other topic. We won't get into that. Yeah, but, but maybe in the next episode. No, no, we're, we're not yet. <laughs> um, I was just going to say the last little point is what's sure. the point where everyone just, or like a prosthetic becomes better than a human's real limb? Uh, so that that's actually, I was going to text you this and I decided you just reminded me of it. That's a really good point, eh? Like, like, and I was thinking about. It, I started thinking about it on something you probably really understand. How how would that affect? Because we understand, yes, it could definitely be better. Obviously, you could throw farther. You could shoot a hockey puck faster. Maybe even yeah. shoot basketballs better if you have prosthetic arms. But even yeah, what if, like, even like, yeah, exactly. Your muscle memory is perfect every time. Yeah. But then, what if, like, even even if you just got prosthetic, like feet 
like how would that affect like even just your footwork on the soccer field or in basketball you know like if you oh. could have kobe kobe bryant's footwork all of a sudden <laughs> programmed into, yeah not you wouldn't even need you wouldn't even need prosthetics either you could pros- possibly use neural link to give you that footwork or to give you that perfect form oh man you know that that, that, that was the one i was really thinking like you might have but potentially you could use Neuralink to just, we, we talk about like all those times we like practice with Rick, like what, what's he say whenever we're shooting, it's we're trying to get muscle memory. We're trying to gain yeah, muscle memory. Well, what if, what if muscle memory is downloaded from, you know, Potter Bay, mm-hmm. like torn, torn, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just be, me and you be battling back and forth one day, one day I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, like, right, I, I got the LeBron build. You got the Jordan build. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's an interesting thought. Though. I think that's awesome. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny, man. <laughs> God, that's an interesting thought, though. Yeah, that's where I was actually going to text it to you. And I forgot about it until you mentioned it. I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah, that's. What, what do you think? Do you think that's possible? How do you, how do you think that yeah. will affect? I think that is very possible. I think people are going to want more than what uh, real limbs can do, and they're going to look for prosthetic just to advance oh, yeah. as a human individually. Oh, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, I want, my, I want my, all my limbs cut off. I want robotic legs, arms. Everyone becomes and, cyborg. Uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's what it is. I think that could happen, though. I think so. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you combine the two. Or even just, like, suits that you wear. Like, uh, what are those called when it's like you wear a suit? Exoskeleton. Uh, exoskeleton, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those could be a real thing. Those are kind of cool, though. Well, that guy I watch on YouTube, again, he made an exoskeleton, and that increased his deadlift by, like, 500 pounds or something. Ridiculous. That's nuts. Like, I know. Like, and sure, they're like big and chunky now, but once we advance, it could become yeah. really small and more efficient. But it's crazy. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. It's, for, I mean, even stuff like, you know, working at Kent, people like with back problems, maybe just, you know, maybe you invent such a device. You know, that even falls in the realm of, like, what you could do with, like, prosthetics. And I can think of, like, building prosthetics. But you could also think of building, like, exoskeleton stuff that interact with the human body. It's kind of the same field that you could go down and understand at some point. You know, such a device, even one that's simple and, like, helps with, like, your back and lifting things on, on like, uh, labor jobs like we're going to can. Like, even just a simple device that somehow is battery-powered electromechanical device that helped you lift, like, lumber. You know, it would help yeah. your back twenty years down the future. It's kind of an interesting idea. Maybe you should should invent that one. <laughs> you can get your degree. The knowledge for it first. Need <laughs> <laughs> to get my degree first. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Maybe it's a design project idea. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, it's uh, cool stuff, man. I think we covered it all. <laughs>